Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 120. And this week, we are going to talk about evaluating your summer team improvement, your high school program, and I'm I'm kind of speaking more specifically to high school programs here this week, but this could cross over into college ball and, and, and maybe some other sports. I don't know. Take, take, some of this information and if it fits what you need then hey take it and run with it if it doesn't hey you've only lost 10 or 12 minutes of your life here so but what we're going to talk about is trying to put some sort of evaluation process whether it's formal formal or informal to your summer team for example with our team we are done as far as team activities in the sense of team camps and playing other schools and having other competitions with other schools. We're still going to do some things in July here uh, with open gyms and skill development and things like that, but we're done playing other teams. And that's the way most teams are. I, I think most schools turn over their players in July to the AAU programs. That's the way the calendar works. I know that there's some states, like in Iowa, who really don't kick in with their high school basketball stuff until mid to late July because they have state-sanctioned softball, which is fine as well. So uh, if you if you are evaluating your team, great. If you haven't had a chance to really evaluate your team, if you've got things going on the rest of the summer, here's some things that you might want to think about. So I've got six points here on ways that you can evaluate your summer, evaluate your summer and what your team has done. And again, some of it's formal, some of it's very informal, some of it's tangible, some of it's intangible. We're going to start with an intangible. Uh, are your kids still engaged? When they come into the gym and you're doing skill work, you're doing open gyms, they're playing pickup games, is there positive energy? Are they excited to be there? Are they kind of coming in and, and their body language is poor, uh, you know, they're finding every other excuse that they can to not get going in the gymnasium as quickly as they would like, you know, what, what are they like? What is that intangible like? If you see a group that is there and that is still really, really engaged, then you've got a really good vibe going. If you don't have a group that is, and again, when I say engaged, everybody's going to have a bad day. Sometimes you have a bad day within your program. What you can't have, either individually or as a team, is you can't have two bad days in a row. I think you got to allow for a bad day. You have to minimize that bad day. You have to cut off that bad day. You try to prevent that bad day from growing into it. Maybe you have a bad few minutes or a bad little stretch of practice or open gym or whatever circumstance that we're talking about here. Your job as a coach to, is to minimize those bad stretches and get more uh, turn that around as quickly as you can. But when those things happen, and they are going to happen, they're inevitably going to happen because we're dealing with human beings. You got to minimize that and you got to move forward from it. So when your cuts come in, do you have great engagement? Are they excited to be there? Are they ready to to go? Are they listening intently? Do you have a 100% command of the gym when you're instructing them on whatever skill it is that you're working on? You know, is that all there? Are all of those intangibles there? So I think that's one way that you could take a look at that. 
Uh, a second thing that you could look at is is measuring your attendance. Are they there not only from a an intangible manner with energy, with positivity, po- positive body language, etc., but just are they physically there? Uh, we have a system that we use for attendance at our open gyms, our leagues, and our team camps. We have a point system that we have with that, and we have our wall of honor. We have our Pioneer Cup that we have in the summertime. And, and they have to sign in. And, and so we can look at it. And I looked at it uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I'll be looking at it when we get off of our dead week here. Uh, you know, we'll be doing math again on Monday to take a look at our attendance, see where things are at, and, and who is leading. We, you know, we give five points for attendance for any basketball activity. And then we give four points for attendance at strength and conditioning. And and I think that that's a tangible way that you can show your kids, hey, this is worth something. Every time you show up, and then I've said it before, and I've said I feel like I've said it a lot lately on various different podcasts. You know, availability to me is the most important ability because that's the number one thing. If you're not there, it doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to get better. And so we want to show the importance of availability. And we can emphasize to our kids, hey, you know, availability at 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 sports, at basketball, at, at the arts, whatever it may be, at strength and conditioning, you know what that's going to carry over into? It's going to carry over to your day-to-day job. It's going to carry over to you being successful in life, just showing up and being there and being ready to work hard. So I think those are two, those first two things are really important. Uh, third thing, is you got to look beyond your, your team's wins and losses when it comes to leagues, when it comes to team camps and that type of stuff. I think sometimes we get way too caught up. We come back from a team camp, oh, we went 4-0 with this team camp, and we're going to be great. And again, they're keeping score for a reason. I understand that. We you know we want to we want to win. We want to be active in, in, in that regard, and, and we want to be able to say, you know, nobody wants to go through a, a bunch of team camps where you go 0-4 and 1-4 and, and, and things like that. But it is important that you look beyond that. You can go one and three, you can go zero oh and four. But if you played good competition and they were good competitive games, you've got to be ready to point that out to your kids. Yeah, every once in a while, it's kind of nice to kick the snot out of somebody by 20, 30, 40 points. Uh, if you're doing that too much, you're either a really, really good, or you've got to slide up a level of competition to challenge yourself a little bit more. A, a dream summer in my eyes, and this is our, our, our what we tell our, our feeder team coaches within our system, uh, it, it'd be great to, to go just above 500 in, in a lot of ways, uh, unless we're playing at really, really high levels. And if we're winning 75% or 80% of our games at really, really high levels, that must mean we have a really, really good group. But we want to challenge ourselves. We want to make ourselves better. We hosted a, a team camp at our place about three weeks ago. We went one and three that day, but I thought we played four pretty, you know, pretty decent teams, pretty good teams. And the three games we lost, we lost by a combined four points. I walked out of that gym really, really happy, even though we we only went one and three according to the scoreboard. I was happy with the way that we performed that day. So I think you look beyond the wins and losses at team camps and leagues, and you evaluate and you dig a little deeper in that regard. Coaches are absolutely loving our taking over a new program booklet. As many of you know, I spent two years outside of coaching, and during that time, I hung a note card in my workspace at school that said, strip the house down to the studs. I took that time to really rethink and reorganize my thoughts on what it takes to run a transformational program. As I prepared for the possibility of coaching again, 
I organized these thoughts into this 96-page booklet. How much do I trust this booklet? I used this booklet as I went on interviews to help sell myself and my vision for what my new program would look like. If I'm using it to sell myself, why wouldn't I recommend it to you, my listeners? This booklet will help you look at any part of your program, no matter what stage you're at in your program, and help improve it in some way. It's all yours for only $15, which includes shipping and handling. For more information, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Speaking of digging a little bit deeper, as you look back on your schedule, as you look back at the teams that you played, try to take a few notes and scribble some things down here now that you've got a little bit of downtime uh, of what were some things, what were some styles uh, that, that gave you some trouble during your summer schedule and how many teams have do you believe that are going to be on your upcoming regular season schedule? Uh, how many of those teams do something like that? So a simple thing, your team struggled handling full court pressure in the summer. Well, and you have out of your 20 regular season games, you have 10 teams that you know uh, are going to come out and press the snot out of you because that's what they do. Obviously that's a major, major concern. And so you need to start preparing right now. What are you going to do? Because this summer we really struggled against full court pressure teams, or we struggled against half court zones, or we struggled to defend big, strong post players. What? And, and we know these five teams are going to have this, or these seven teams are going to have this. And start coming up with those solutions and be prepared to experiment with those solutions Sooner rather than later, you know, coming in from day one of your season, hey, this summer we really struggled against pressure from day one, first day of practice on on November blank, we are going to do this. And so take a look at that. Uh, I'll be honest with you. One of the things that we struggled with this summer that we're going to have to work on early, there's two major things defensively that I thought we need to work on. Uh, One is weak side help concepts. And the second thing is ball screens. We got to do a better job against ball screens. We've got to do a better job against weak side uh, with our weak side help. And so we are going to hammer that and hammer that and hammer that early on this season as something for us. So just to give you a real world application. Now, if you're playing against us early, just don't run a lot of ball screen. You know, space the floor so we don't have to help you. That type of thing. Give us a break. All right. So I'm just joking here. Uh, fifth thing. Uh you know, I think it's important. Uh, did you give some of your non-primetime players opportunities to show what they could do? Uh, did you put some kids in situations to prove themselves, and how did they handle it? Uh, you know, it's easy to go, okay, uh, here is here is Mary or here is Joey, our All-Stater or our All-Conference, and we're down one with 20 seconds left to go in this team camp. And even though it's their rotation to be out, we're going to put them in because uh, we want to try and win this June team camp game. Ah, no, you, you got a timeout. Play with the five kids that you have on the floor. You're down one. Draw the play up for for uh, for Becky or for Billy, and and see how they handle it. See how your teammates handle it. You draw up that one play, and that kid scores off that one play. That's going to be a great confidence booster for that kid, and that is what that's for. If if it doesn't happen, you're able to brush it off a lot easier. But if they succeed, that can be something that can really really make them much more confident going into your next season. Okay. Uh, last thing, uh, how did you finish your team camps? 
in the sense of, you know, we get into these team camps, you're playing three, four, five games in a day. Uh, you're getting in a lot of basketball in a short amount of time. Uh, how did you finish those last couple of games? Uh, did you continue to get better throughout the day? Did your kids get whiny? Did they get tired? Did you not finish as strong as what you want? If that's the case, uh, then I think something that you really need to emphasize early on in your season is toughness, mental and physical toughness. Uh, if your teams got better, if you felt like they got stronger as the days went along, then hey, we we seem to be in a good place. And that's something that we obviously want to continue to emphasize, but maybe we can move up a couple of things in our priority list. But if, if you're not going to be mentally and physically tough in the summertime, I think June does say a lot just about uh, just the uh, how we are intrinsically motivated as individuals and as a team. And so think back to the to the camps that you were at. And if you did not finish situations strong, then how are you going to handle that early on? Because in those fourth quarters, it's a tie game with four minutes left to go in that fourth quarter. Do you have something that you can recall to? Do you have something that you worked on and focused on and tried to make your team better as a result of that? And that will help evaluate your summer as well. So Foundation Friday number 120, evaluating your summer team improvement. I hope these this uh, podcast has given you something to think about with your team uh, going into next season. We've got some time here to think about these things and strategies. And it's good to to think about these teams while they're fresh in your head. I know I've already got a list of some things that, that based on what we did this summer, and I mentioned them a little bit earlier, uh, that, that we need to address. It's going to be a growing process with 99% of our teams. Very few teams are going to come in ready-made and ready to go here in November. So take the experiences that you've had this summer or that you will have later on this summer and start taking that to help evaluate you to get you really ready for the upcoming season so coaches i hope you enjoyed this podcast as always coaches let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time